Welcome to Women's Wellness Podcast with Lucy Catino and Nahal Horn, where we are tackling mommy stress one wellness practice at a time. This is a safe space where we come together as women and also all our brave men are welcome too to share our stories created with my love for storytelling and passion for mental health in mind my aim is to help amplify the voices of women everywhere these conversations will feel like having a warm cup of coffee or tea with your friend today we are joined by a very special guest marie groover the corporate psychic she is here to share with us how she has been able to find her sole purpose and gifts while working within the corporate world. The question is today, how do we make our gifts work for us? Well, mm-hmm. Marie is here to help us figure this all out. Welcome, Marie. How are you feeling today? I'm so excited. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm just I'm pumped to be here feeling really good. How are you? Good. Doing very well and excited as well for this conversation. (laughs) Yes, I'm so excited, Marie. I think I've been following you since you started, which was only last year, um, which is even more incredible to have you on to show, you know, for anyone listening to know that the timeline doesn't have to be a long stretch of time before you can get out there and share your gifts with the world. So I'm just so excited to have you on. (laughs) Thank you so much yeah and it's really crazy um it's funny because you're like i've been following since you started and i'm like oh it, i don't think it's been a year <laughs> but i'm so excited yeah it, it's been really great it's been really fun and um i would say it's come together while publicly for the last year right like things have kind of started coming together but i will say it's just been a culmination of so many years <laughs> And that's how it happens. Right. And, and, you know, like, I'm sure a lot of people we do follow, you know, we're like, wow, they're just so amazing. And they like, it's almost like you view it as an instant success, but we we don't really think about all the years that it took to cultivate, you know, the outcome and and where Mm -hmm. you are. So yeah, that makes perfect sense. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm curious to know the corporate psychic, Mm-hmm. Walk us through how did that come up, come about? What does that mean? Oh my gosh, this is such a oh, one of my favorite questions ever. So the corporate psychic um, essentially is it's like a union of two very opposing like thoughts, fields, industries, spaces, um, and it like it's something that came to me. So for so so long, and I think probably you guys can. Um, empathize with this. So many people I think can empathize with this. I felt just like I was this super multi-passionate, multi-faceted being. And I knew that I wanted to start a business and I knew that I wanted to um, put myself out into the world, but I didn't know how. And I felt like there were so many parts of me that were just so opposing, like the spiritual side, also like this tech side, like I work at Microsoft nine to five. And then there's also like, I'm a surfer, like I'm in the surfing community, I travel. And there are all these things like I taught yoga for many years. And there are all these things that were so just opposing that I was like, how, how do like, what do I even do? And like, nothing felt like it, you know, like all of these things I loved, but like not enough. Um, but then one day I was walking off the beach and this thought dropped into my head. It was actually a union of opposites. And I was like, huh, there's something to this. And then I just like, 
started thinking about and realizing just the importance of integrating all of ourselves, right? And so as the corporate psychic began to come to life, I chose both words very intentionally where I was like, oh, corporate mm. is a super triggering word, especially for people in the spiritual space, people oh, in the spiritual yeah. community people like traveling right and then yeah. a lot of it's like it's like a box <laughs> that's what yes. it feels like yes. to me when I hear that. yes yes <laughs> and it's like it's a thing people like hate on it and then like the same thing with psychic what was so funny about choosing this word when I decided to use the corporate psychic as my business name I was working with a spiritual coach and even she was like why do you want to use the word psychic like, what, like, that's a really triggering word. <laughs> like, even for people in the spiritual space, and I was like, yes, that is why I want to use the word. Like, it's not even necessarily that I identify as like your traditional or stereotypical psychic, but it's kind of like, how can we take the blinds and the mask off of what the corporate world really is? Because it's just a bunch of human beings, right? Um, and what like the psychic world really is, because it's not this like mass dark room, like, I don't know, specific persona that we think of either. So, um, yeah. <laughs> no, I yeah. love that. I love that. That is so on point. I love it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Thank> yeah. <laughs> I mean, so when I worked at, um, I worked at E! News when I was in my early 20s. So it's a very corporate environment. Mm-hmm. And there was a woman there who was a little older than me. I think she was in her 30s. And she used to read tarot cards. So she let me know this one day and I was like, oh my goodness, I need a reading. So I'd like slip her like some money and she would like call me that day, give me readings. And I mean, this was like, you know, 2007, such a long time ago. So, um, you know, had she had like more social media or Instagram presence, I feel like she would have been able to spread her gifts more, but it was still kind of taboo. Like I had to slip her money. It was kind of like, I felt a little funny doing that. So like, how do you like, do you think that because of the time that we live in now, it's easier for you to share your gifts? Do you feel a little bit more um, open to it? Or was there a time where you had to come out of the closet? Did you ever feel like your gifts? Yeah, this is Oh, I love this so much. So (laughs) I, um, I didn't grow up really like, clear about my gifts um which I think everyone by the way is psychic if at least a little bit psychic like I'm totally Mm -hmm. and I think it's this thing that it's still really taboo right and it's still this thing of like I don't know it feels like this um this other world (laughs) that people live in but um yeah and so I think for years I had no idea that I was really even like working in or using these gifts nor like my family like my dad is just he's a super conservative um I don't know. He's like a super conservative white guy. And my mom is like, um, do what? Oh, yes. Yes. And he's super religious. Like my dad is religious. He's really conservative. He's like not from the South, but from like a small town in Pennsylvania. And my mom is um, Korean. So traditionally like Buddhist, but Mm -hmm. um, falls more in line with the Christian, like religion, um, Christian religion. And so like neither one of them were super open to this. Um, and it's really funny because my best friend, like growing up, my best friend, uh, her family is like very Italian, like cards were thrown about, I I say very Italian as as if that means spiritual, but like very Italian and also like very deeply spiritual, like cards were thrown about everywhere. Her mom talked to us about ghosts. And so I was familiar with it, but like Mm. didn't identify with it. And then, um, it actually came about for me through, I had an astrology reading where someone's like, Maria, you have psychic medium all over your chart. Why aren't you? 
What are you oh doing with this? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I, I love it. it. It's amazing. And I was just like, I've been waiting for someone to gift me cards my whole life. Like I didn't own a tarot deck until a year ago. <laughs> like literally. Wow. Like, um, wow. I've always been fascinated. Right. And so um, for me, starting my business was how I kind of claimed, came out of the closet. That's why I love this question. Cause it's like, I really like, I stepped into it and I was like, all right, I'm starting a business around this. And like everyone in my life was like, wait, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so were you ever scared um yeah to do that like I know that you said you know your dad is super conservative <laughs> and yeah you know like how do you say you know what dad I'm sorry I just I have to do this for me because I know that a lot of people are probably on that crossroad like how do right. I you know how do I do this for me mm. and not feel like um hurting my family or like betraying my family you know what I mean Mm, oh mm, so good yeah and I actually I work with people occasionally too I I think especially about women who are in relationships um like marriages partnerships and and they're like afraid to share who they really are you know with their partner I I work Mm -hmm. with a lot of people actually who are dabbling in the spiritual space and they're like oh but Mm -hmm. my partner like I, I imagine if my if I were married to someone like my dad right like that would be terrifying Mm -hmm. um but for me I just you know honestly I just I was so drawn to it that I just started working in it and practicing it and I didn't tell anybody at first like I mean my partner knew because he's around me all the time but outside Hmm. of that um I just kind of started doing it and it's it's so funny I was absolutely terrified for sure to start talking about it publicly and I think I was afraid to like have the conversation with my parents. But what I'll say and what I will advise everyone is I didn't ever ask for permission. I just did. Mm -hmm. Like I just did it. And then I just kind of told people casually afterwards. (laughs) Mm -hmm, (laughs) Hey, by the way, I'm doing this now. Um, But what I will say is like, it's still, it was still hard. It was still scary. Like I remember, like I remember lunch with my parents after my business. It was like three or four months after I started my business. I hadn't told them yet, but we were, my boyfriend and I were having lunch with my parents. And I was like, my mom's like, where have you been? We haven't heard from you. Like, what have you been up to? And I was like, oh yeah, like I, I started a business. So I've been really busy. Like I'm working and I'm doing my business. And I was like, oh, what are you doing? And I was like, yeah, you know, I'm like doing some career coaching and like reading tarot cards. Like, but I like kind of threw the tarot in there, like <laughs> on the side. Definitely didn't mention like the Akashic records or anything like that. And my dad, my mom didn't quite hear it, but my mm-hmm. dad catches it. He literally at the dinner table, y'all, he said, that's devil worship. Wow. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. And my, like my boyfriend was just like cracking up because he loves when I get in these situations with my parents. <laughs> yeah. He, w- he waits for it. Like, okay, here it goes. <laughs> um but it was it was funny I was just like and my mom she didn't catch it so she kind of got upset with my dad for like oh you're being so negative you know she's doing something great and I was like no mom Mm -hmm. you know he like he doesn't agree with what I'm doing he doesn't like and and for the first time in my life I really felt like it's totally okay for him to feel that way like it's completely Mm. okay you know it's this really scary place and it's totally okay that you feel that way and I'm still gonna do this and I don't really care if you feel that way right like know that I'm not coming from a place of I'm I'm trying to bring any harm to the family or to you this is just something that I really love and I'm interested in I'm fascinated by and I feel like it brings so much to so many people so I'm not gonna not do it yes I love that that is so Honestly, that is 
so inspiring that you got are at a point in your life where you don't need permission from your parents that you feel mm-hmm. like you're going you're the heart is leading the way and clearly mm-hmm. higher self is leading the way because mm-hmm. you don't that permission from the people who raised you which I feel like so many of us subconsciously have in us especially like if you are parents of immigrants or first Mm -hmm. generation you know there's like this um kind of like subconscious need to like achieve what their level of success is in their mind and like right right? like in anything spiritual or anything that's a little that seems a little ethereal or, or out of you know like out of touch with the corporate world is just like you know like I said taboo again so listening yes. to your story is so inspiring. And I hope anyone listening also is like, you know, if they're getting like little hits that they should kind of like listen to their higher self or meditate or read their own cards or, or get a reading from you. Like, honestly, I also want to ask you about the Akashic Records because that's how I found you. As I was like looking up Akashic Records readers, I was like curious and that's how I found you. So can you tell us a little bit about how that started or even what that is? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And I just want to like touch back to like on I, I so resonate what you're saying, like being a child of immigrant parents, like, I think so I was the first person to go to college. And so for oh. so for my for almost the entire adult life that I had childhood to adulthood, I was like constantly, like trying to do the thing that I I would thought I would think that my mom would be proud of, right? Like I was constantly trying to do the thing that like was the safe thing or the smart thing or like preparing for my future, like constantly trying to be like, how do I live up to our expectations? Like without becoming a doctor, or like a lawyer. Yeah. Right. Um, and it was like this thing where it's like, that is really hard. And I will say, I no longer feel like I feel confident enough in myself that I no longer feel like I have to ask for permission from my parents or from my mom Um, But I do still have a deep desire, so natural to like want to be seen and understood. And like, I want them to be proud of me. Like, I think one of those things that like constantly I'm like, oh, like, how do I make sure my parents are proud of me? Um, And it's something that I've had to like for a while, like pull myself away from because like, so when I was 26, I actually got a divorce and I was like, so afraid that my parents were going to like, dis- I mean, not disown me, you know, but I was so afraid that they were going to just be so against what I was doing. And surprisingly, they supported me. But it was like this mm. thing, my whole life until the age of 26, I was like building this empire for my parents to be proud. Like yeah. I was working at Microsoft. I had a six figure job. I like married this amazing person who like on paper was perfect. Like we mm. have the most perfect life. And it was like this realization of like, I'm not living my life for myself. Like I'm living my life to make other people proud. And so it's this thing of like, okay, now I have to blow this up. And like, what is that going to look like? So I don't know. I resonate so much with that because it's, Mm. it takes a lot to allow yourself to, to move away from that and to like step into your own being and then realize that Mm. when you fully step into your own being, even though your parents might not see it at first that you're doing the right thing or the best thing for you, like I, I do believe they will come around, right? Because I think when we're able yeah. to be our full selves, like we are able to yeah. find be so much more successful than we would have ever been like living in, in the pathway of someone else, you know? Oh That's my right. gosh. And I that think really deep hit. down, yeah, it really hit me too. And I think deep down also, it's also a relief for other people because it gives them permission, almost like mm. permission to do the yeah. same. Because mm. I think ultimately mm-hmm. we're all searching for ourselves, for, you know, mm-hmm. you know, just like the in, in living truly 
within that expression of who we are. Okay. And, um, and I think by us doing that, um, because I've kind of always been a rebel in that sense. Like I've always done weird things and, you know, whatever, like whatever I felt like was right at the time, I just did that. Um, you know, and I think I did it because I wanted to go against the grain so much, you know, I hated that feeling of like, oh, I have to do this because this is what other people want me to do or I have to have this job. Like, it took a little while, but when I found that thing, it was just like I took off with it. So it's beautiful. Um, I do want to touch on monetizing these gifts because I think that's like (laughs) that question we're all like, okay, please tell us, how do we, you know, how do we live with this? Because we have to live with this, right? Uh, yeah oh this is so good she had the most wonderful master class it was called monetize monetize your purpose right your soul's Mm -hmm, it was Mm -hmm. all right we'll we'll have to take that class yeah i don't know if you're gonna uh, provide that again or have that again um but we'll definitely tell everyone how to reach you after so we'll get Mm -hmm. to that but yeah i know these are the cliff notes I know we don't have yeah, a- no amazing yeah and yeah it's oh monetizing your purpose this is one of my most favorite things to talk about you guys because it's like yeah. I think we all live in this um this world where we there are paths that are set out for us right like there are all these paths that we know of and there are all these like jobs that we know of that we can do but like what I've learned is there are a couple of things so one is like even if you go the, the standard route of like I'm gonna get a job in corporate like even coming to Microsoft for example there are so many job titles and jobs and things that people do at Microsoft that I had like no idea that we do at Microsoft. Like one of the examples that like really blew my mind. And this is actually so an example from Google. So I have a friend of a friend who's like married to this girl who works for Google and she's like, um, oh my gosh, what's her title? She She's an infectious disease doctor and she works for Google. Oh. And I was like, what? And she, it's like literally, I think like because people typing in their flu symptoms in Google, like allows Google to identify sometimes faster than the CDC what the next strain of the flu is. And so they have like people, wow. it's, like, it's wild. And so um, what I didn't know, like even coming into tech, so I have to like give like a shameless plug for the tech industry is that like, you don't have to be a coder to like work in tech. You don't have to like code. You don't have to know anything about code. You don't have to be a program manager. Like all the standard titles that you hear about, like you don't have to do any of that. Like you can actually do like whatever you want, right? And so, but I think the world, like if we go outside of even the corporate world is so much bigger than that. And we think there are these like, like if you ask a little kid, what do you want to be when you grow up? People are like, oh, I want to be a firefighter. I want to be a teacher. And it's like, we're only taught about like 10 different like archetypes of people working, right? But there are actually like an infinite number of possibilities. And so what I tell people now when I talk to people in college is to just like 150% lean into whatever it is that you like the most, whatever it is that you feel coming out of your heart, whatever your heart calls to you or tells you to do, especially when it doesn't make sense, like especially when things aren't adding up for you, because like there are a hundred thousand different ways that you can make money and like it can look (laughs) exactly the way that you want it to like the exact variation of the life that you want like is possible for you if you let it like you have to follow the things that you want and I think the thing that happens is like we pick the safe job or or the safe path and then we like quietly hope our entire lives it's almost like if you like know you want to be an actor you like hope that maybe you'll be on a commercial and like the right director will be there and like find you and then all of a sudden you're a movie star it's like 
exactly what you said at the beginning, Lucy, to this idea of overnight success that we have. Like we've been sold this idea of like, we have this gift or this talent. We hide it. We hold on to it. We're like, quote unquote, humble with it. We do the mm-hmm. quote unquote, like safe thing and have a job and we take care of our family and we do the thing that we're told to do. And that like one day we'll be discovered and like everything will come together for us. But <laughs> actually the truth of what happens is like whatever gifts you do have, whatever things you're most drawn to, like those are your gifts, by the way, the things that you're really drawn to. Mm-hmm. Like if you focus in that, if you do a hundred percent, like if you put a hundred percent in that, like if I had spent, instead of like making my way to Microsoft, if I had spent like the first five years of my life after graduating college being super focused in reading tarot, for example, or like even super like surfing is a great example. I'm a surfer. Like if I were really, if I dedicated myself really hard to surfing, I guarantee that I would be making money right now surfing, even though I'm like, so not professional level. And I say that because the past three years I spent almost every day surfing. Cause like, I love to surf. I've been surfing since I was young, but like got serious about it. And like someone reached out and was like, Hey, like, do you want to be in a commercial? We, we need a female surfer for this role. And I was like, Oh my God, right. what? I can be in a commercial for surfing. Like I didn't even know it was possible for me to like get paid to do the thing that I love. Like, but that would have, no one, ha- no one would have ever asked me that if I wasn't in the water every day and like posting things. About mm-hmm. it. See, that's right. And I'm glad you said that. And I'm glad you said that because I struggle with that sometimes. Okay. It might be my oversharing or am I mm-hmm. telling people too much about this? But it's like, no, yeah. because if you don't tell people, they don't know what they you do, know. you right. know, and they don't know what you offer. And so I'm glad you said that. And, and, yes. and I want our mm-hmm. listeners to also hear it too. Do not speak don't up. hide. Yeah, speak mm-hmm. up and don't hide yourself. You know, don't hide yourself because sometimes I think it it feels safer to hide and you know to humble yourself, whatever that mm-hmm. means. You know, mm-hmm. but no, it's the season of highlighting yourself let yourself shine so other people can 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 benefit from the gifts that you have to give yes right yes yes oh my gosh and lucy i'll say like (laughs) what you just said like should i should i like share as much as i'm sharing so like if we want to talk about monetizing your purpose i will say like the number one way that you can monetize your work whatever it is like if you want to be like a professional surfer and maybe not even compete but like make money doing that right or like a writer or an actor or like literally whatever variation of the thing it is you want to do if you want to start reading tarot for people the number one thing that you do is you talk about it and you share it and then you're in the work like you you let yourself be in the work and you tell everybody that you're in the work because that's how people will find you. Absolutely. Outside of that, if you don't share, it's exactly what you said. Like no one will know. And so it's literally, Mm -hmm. it's almost as simple as like, do the thing that you want to do and ask somebody for money for it. And like, somebody will pay you. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) (laughs) So the formula is very simple. So what we need to do is not, be afraid you know don't be afraid of your gift let your gift work for you because that's why we have it right it's like almost like saying thank you to the universe whenever I start thinking about them like this is a gift that was given to you say thank Mm -hmm. you and use it and share it because if you don't share it it's almost like it never existed it's almost like you never had it so thank you for that thank you for that you're so wonderful and you're doing such great work and this this resonated so deeply 
And Nahal and I are very happy to have you on um, mm-hmm. sharing this time with us. We greatly appreciate it. And we love to stay connected. And we also want our <laughs> listeners to, to, to utilize your services. So please do share. Where can we find you? Mm, oh my gosh. So you can find me on Instagram. I would say like that's the quickest, fastest way to find me at the Corp Psychic. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also come to my website. So www.thecorpsychic.com. And then um, I have a community. I have my own podcast. So the podcast is the spiritual nine to five. Um, and like, of course, you can email me <laughs> at yes. hello at thecorpsychic.com. Um, any and all the ways. Yeah, I'm, I'm here for any and all of the um, connection contact work and i would love 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 to stay connected with both of you this is amazing you are doing some amazing work and it's so important (laughs) thank you no you are we all are and this is why we're here right so again thank you so much and we will be following your journey for sure and to our listeners again thank you so much for tuning in we appreciate you all so so much we see you we want to hear from you. Please do find us on our social media platform. That's L-U-C-E dot inspiration, where we post all of the latest episodes, quotes, and everything inspiration. So if you're up for that, please do find us there. And until the next time, you all take so, so much care. <laughs>